Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm delighted to share my first series is in partnership with Heck, who, like me, do things differently. Being an independent and British family-owned business, they use the finest ingredients in small batches, pulling out all the stops to bring that farmer's market quality to the supermarket shelf. In addition to their delicious original range, they offer veggie options too, catering for absolutely everyone, all of which can be found online at heckfood.co.uk and in the major supermarkets too. Hello and thank you so much for tuning in to Food for Thought a podcast on a mission to simplify nutrition, equipping you with all the evidence-based advice you need to live and breathe a healthy lifestyle. I'm Rhiannon Lambert, Harley Street nutritionist, master practitioner, personal trainer, and best-selling author of Renourish, A Simple Way to Eat Well. I'm so excited to share my vision of food far beyond the confines of my clinic. I truly believe food should always be a positive aspect of life, offering enjoyment, fuel, and happiness for both the mind and body. I'll be joined by some very special guests, and we'll be talking about how to develop a healthy relationship with food, and what does that even mean? How does it make us feel, and how it can change our lives forever? Victoria McGrath has established herself as a style icon, with a PhD in fashion, she began her career teaching at the University of Manchester while speaking to a global audience with her award-winning fashion, beauty and travel blog, In The Fro. No longer a lecturer, she remains a source of inspiration with a combined social media reach of nearly 2 million. Instantly recognisable for her ice blonde hair, this girl's career highlights include being a beauty ambassador for L'Oreal Paris, starring in the Prince's Trust campaign to champion confidence in young people, and working with global brands including Burberry, Dior, Hugo Boss, Armani, and so many more, it was impossible to list them all right here. Since meeting her a few years ago, I've followed her every move. I can't wait for her up-and-coming book, The New Fashion Rules, to come out. And I'm absolutely thrilled that she's here with me today. Hello, Victoria. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I can't believe in your busy schedule. So you were in France yesterday. Yep. Last night I got back. Mm -hmm. So I'm just so happy to be here today. Well, we are happy to have you. And I think there's so much to cover having someone like yourself on the show. I mean, from teaching at uni 
becoming the ultimate girl boss. I'm immensely Aww. proud of you. Oh, um, it's Thank an incredible you. thing. And I thought we'd delve into the first question being, how has your relationship with food over the years kind of evolved? Oh, wow. Okay. Big, 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 big question to start <laughs> with. Okay, so starting off with, I'm a huge foodie. Big Great. time. Yeah. It's, it's my favorite way to socialize. It's like my favorite thing generally I would say it's the thing yeah. I spend my money on the most probably going out <laughs> constantly I'd love just going out with friends or with Alex going yeah. to a beautiful restaurant sitting down just having a glass of wine you can't beat it can you no it just it's such a lovely thing to do at the end yeah. of the day it just relaxes you totally. I mean why am I saying evening because I mean I love brunch <laughs> brunch is like my favorite brunch thing. is the new dinner isn't it <laughs> it really is me and Alex also do this thing we call it brinner where we have breakfast for dinner there should and be a the hashtag out there for there must hashtag Brenner. Hashtag Brenner. Because it's just yeah. the best. But in terms of how how my relationship with food's changed, mm. um, I would I guess oh well, I went pescatarian. Yes. In two thousand and sixteen, I want to say. Yeah. I mean, where are we now? Two thousand and eighteen, aren't 18. we? I always lose track these days. Yeah. Which is quite worrying. I know. Time is <laughs> flying by, but it's about two and a half years. I I watched a documentary and it completely put me off meat. So I stopped eating meat. Uh, I mean, I, in time, I would also maybe like to cut out fish, mm. but I must admit, I absolutely love fish. Yeah, I really do, and it's just it's such a nice like, compliment to. I remember a lot of us meals. discussing this when we did that panel event at Soho House, when that yes. also was in my mind when I was inviting you on. I thought, oh yeah, I remember you talking about these different things. And yeah, it's very interesting how we can see things and they can influence how we feel about things. Absolutely, yeah. So since then, I haven't touched meat. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no desire to go back to it, to be honest. Yeah. And, and I mean, there's been times as well, I often dabble a lot with plant-based. Yeah. So I barely ever have dairy at mm-hmm. all. It'll only be for it'll only be for the odd treat, I'll be honest. Now and again, if I have a little <laughs> bit of ice cream. Yeah. Um, but that's generally all it is in terms of dairy. But that's why it's good. I think it's good that you're saying, you know, you don't label your food choice. You can no. choose whatever you want. Yeah. A little bit of something every now and again. It's, to- it's, it's up to you what you want to do. Yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. But but otherwise, I do stay fairly plant-based with the inclusion of fish. So mainly yeah. it's just no meat, no dairy. Mm. And I mean, it's it suits me pretty yeah. well. It's what suits you as a person, I think. It's something I'm always trying to say as a nutritionist is that everyone is unique. Yeah. And there's no right or wrong. No. It, as long as you're you're the healthiest version of you that you can be, I am so happy to hear that. So yeah. it's wonderful you still get your fish. And I think... Just to bring things back, because everyone's going to want to know, back to the whole Instagram kind of world and the photos, and I'm Mm -hmm. sure you're asked this a lot, but let's talk about the reality behind those perfect shots, because I know how much hard work (laughs) goes into being self-employed. We were talking about it earlier before you came on, um, Mm and how to manage this. What do you do? I mean, there's never enough hours in the day. Do you mean in terms of how do I set up the shot? Yeah, or... how do you structure it? Do you have a set amount each week? Do you have a kind of app that uploads for you if you're on a plane or anything oh. like that? Really? Oh, I wish. Can, can that happen but now? I don't know. I just came up Ooh. with that. That wasn't a scheduled question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, to be honest, I'm a little bit more fluid with it than that. I think... Mm. Um, I mean, if I have, if I have, say, a sponsored branded post in yeah. the week, that's a lot more kind of scheduled mm. and it's in my schedule. But otherwise, 
I kind of base more of my Instagrams around outfits, to be honest. Yeah. If I if I get a new jacket or a new yeah. pair of boots, I really want a shoe. I'll be yeah. like, Alex, let's go out. Let's go for a walk. Let's he's take so a picture. He's, he's a cutie. <laughs> he's so cute. Yeah. And to be honest, I do it more that way. Mm. And I mean, I've been uploading so much the past, oh gosh, six weeks because it's yeah. been... It's been fashion month. It has. And I remember <laughs> listening to a podcast where you said there's two times in the year when fashion month kind of happens and yeah. that is your calendar gone. Yeah, absolutely. The whole month. I mean, it's been great though. It's been so productive. Mm. I've been really efficient. I've got loads done. It's been the best fashion month for me yeah. ever. It's been really, really wonderful. But because of that, because mm. I'm constantly changing outfits and going here then everywhere, <laughs> me and Alex try and steal any time we can Aww. to take pictures. Yeah, And I mean, sometimes, we have an hour and it's wonderful other times we literally have 10 minutes oh stressful oh gosh I can't tell you do you have because I have this problem is there a little fight that comes over the Uh, pictures yes yes yes. (laughs) if we haven't eaten yes angry moment oh my gosh and if we have got five minutes and we're trying to find a location and we're on the way to the show and I'm like we need to take a picture let's find somewhere you can never find anywhere to shoot and then we start getting (laughs) mad at each other because he's like you've not got enough time and I'm like please let's take the picture oh it's ridiculous It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. And then you remember what, because obviously, congratulations, you're newly engaged. Oh, thank you so which much. Is, I, oh, I'm just, so, when I saw the picture come out, I was just so happy for you. Oh, thank you. And I think it goes to show that you can work together and have a relationship, but it, it's a little bit tough, isn't it? Like you were saying. I absolutely, mean, absolutely. And I think I think a lot of people would find it very difficult, and we absolutely have. There's yeah. been some times it's been very, very hard work, yeah. but I think, because it's been about two years, two and a half years now, oh, yeah. and we've we've had our ups and downs with it. And I think we've got to a place now where we understand each other more. Mm. We can read signs. So if if he's acting a certain way or I am, we know it's because something's happened or yeah. we need to go get a coffee or we need to go yeah. get like an energy bar. You just discussed, I mean, the whole food and mood thing is so true, isn't it? Absolutely. It really does, like, rule us sometimes, yeah, yeah. to be honest. Is his, um, is Alex's kind of eating behaviours the same as yours? Is he more pescatarian now? Yeah. Do you know what, actually? So when I watched this documentary two and a half years ago, I gave up meat. Mm. And we both went vegan, actually, for about two and a half months. And we loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. And I think that's around that's the time when, when I we met. met you. I remember discussing yes. it with you in the bar. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Really enjoyed it, and it was when um, it was when Fashion Month came around, and we were in New York, mm. and we were finding it really difficult to find somewhere that was fully vegan to eat. I can imagine, and even there's a difference even in the last two years of the yes. places for people so with different lifestyle much. choices. Yeah. Yes, we went recently, mm-hmm. and there's so many vegan cafes, yeah. but I felt I feel like there weren't really then. No, and. And so I ate a bit of cheese and I ate a bit of fish and then it kind of, it got me out of the routine, but I'd love to go back to that. Anyway, (laughs) but Alex, Alex carried on with the meat up until maybe about a year Mm. or so ago. And he's been meat free for about a year and he loves it. And this is just it. There's a misconception that guys have to be all, you know, I've got to have my steak and eat it kind of thing. And that's something that's quite important to hear other kind of male role models in a way and talking about. Yeah. You you don't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be just as it seems to be a female stereotype going vegan as well yeah whereas it's a lifestyle choice it's not just a fad and absolutely yeah it's quite important to raise that but with the blogging and the modeling now it is one of the most I would say sought after careers these days I'm, I'm sure you'd completely agree yeah but what would you do I mean to encourage I mean would you encourage young girls and boys to take it up and what advice would you give them oh I think 
I mean, when I started with the blogging, it mm. was a full-on passion for writing yeah. about beauty and fashion. Because that was while you were doing your PhD, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, so mm. I was writing a PhD. I was also lecturing, and I just I love writing. I I'm much better at. Um, I mean, this is an example right now. <laughs> I'm much better at writing down exactly what I want to say than speaking it. I always have been. Yeah, I've yep. always been that person. I find that. Do you know what? In arguments, it's totally off topic. If if I have something yes. to say to my fiance, I'm literally I'm like I'm just going to write this down right now. I Absolutely. can't. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, quite often I have arguments, and then I'll, I'll send a, a massive text yes, later. <laughs> so I'm like, this is what I wanted to say in the moment, yes. but I couldn't get it out. No, exactly, yeah. exactly, well, exactly that. Um, so yeah, so I just I started blogging for that reason. I love to write. But I think it's hard now because people see this huge, massive, glamorous um, side of blogging and Instagramming and YouTube. And a lot of people think it's all about the money and working with massive brands. And back then when I started six years ago, it wasn't. Not no. at all. And there was no. barely any money in it whatsoever. And I mean... That was never my driving force. I didn't think there was any money in it back well, then. That's the interesting thing. You weren't driven by those types no. of things. Whereas I think youngsters today perhaps would be driven in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it would be hard not to be driven by course, it. Because certainly. it looks so glamorous. It looks so celebrity. Yeah. But back then when I started, I remember people talking about going full time on their blogs. And I remember thinking like, <laughs> come on, be realistic. Like that's never going to happen. Mm. And then suddenly all these brands were interested and were, and were paying people to be their spokespeople and it yeah. just became amazing. So it's, I think it's really hard to say, but I think if you are passionate about writing or passionate about videos mm. and you have something you want to say, then absolutely, why yeah. not go for it? Even if you just make it a hobby and totally. you're lucky enough to make it a full-time exactly. thing, then fantastic, that's a bonus. Yeah. Um, but I think it's... It, I wouldn't want to be the person who encourages someone to do it as like a full time in and sacrifice like, their education maybe. Yeah. yeah. I am the biggest advocate for people going yeah. into education. Yeah. Um they just can because do I was it, a lecturer. Go for it. Yeah. I, I totally agree. As a lecturer, um it must have been such an amazing transition to be the same age nearly as the people you yeah. were talking like, I still get freaked out when I have people coming into my clinic obviously older than me or yeah. you're about the same age and it's very strange it's amazing how did you feel at that time giving advice to people around the same age do you know it was really quite empowering to be honest and I had the most wonderful students they were just I mean because it was the University of Manchester mm. the, the it was primarily women, actually, but they were all just so eager to learn about about the topics, about yeah. fashion. And yeah. obviously, I was so passionate about it. And because I was so passionate about digital fashion, especially, that's kind of what I centered a lot of my lectures on. Mm. So I could just talk for ages about it. I was showing them YouTube videos. Yeah. I remember one time, I um, the night before, when I was writing my lecture, I was watching a, a PewDiePie video. Okay. <laughs> and it was one where he was doing like this Just Dance yeah. video, and he was dancing, and I was literally in tears laughing yeah. so I had to show my class the next mm. day and I was talking about YouTube and the, how it's blown up and I was just stood at the front of this class like laughing <laughs> my head off and I'm so lucky to have oh, you because you were a kind of the lecturer that actually was with the times and this is yeah. where it's gone a lot well, of the work well absolutely and I was trying to encourage everyone to start their own blogs and yeah. you know so I really loved that but it, it was strange the fact that because I mean I had a I had a first year class so they were 18 19 I mean some people were mature students yeah. as well yeah of course yeah uh, but then I also had a master's class and it was maybe about 50 um international students oh, and wow. they must have been almost my age maybe yeah. 21 22 yeah. I was 24 yeah but they were all amazing and they totally just 
understood and they really embraced me as a lecturer. There was never any kind of fight yeah. back with anyone no. being like, well, she's not old enough to teach me. Well, no, I think the fact that you're actually educated with experience, yeah. it's another thing I just have so much respect for you with, is that you, you've you kind of grafted, you know, I can see that you have everything that you do comes Aww. from a place of pure love and you know, you. interest in learning. And it's actually really yeah. inspirational. And it Aww. kind of brings me on to how... You know, you are definitely one of the most red blocks out there. Oh, thank you. But what about when it comes back to staying in shape? You know, how do you respond to so much interest when people obviously want to know what do you eat every day? I mean, how do you respond to that? (laughs) So I'll be absolutely honest with you because of how, like, how busy I've been the past three months I haven't been to the gym in three months and I feel I feel really (laughs) like lethargic and my body just feels like oh and I cannot wait to get moving yeah I've told myself October I'm really going to get back on the fitness train and I always find whenever I'm on the fitness train my eating habits also become so much more yeah. what they need to be. Yeah, it's an mm. interesting one because I think obviously the correlation between fitness and obviously your mindset as well, it does yeah. release those kind of happy areas in your brain that lights up when we exercise. Abs- do you know, absolutely. I find it the most, if I if I am just going to the gym, I feel amazing as soon as I leave and then I'm like, right, I don't want to eat that. I want to no. eat this yeah. and I don't want to eat lots of... I don't know, lots of sugars and things. Yeah. I just, I really get in this amazing mind frame. But then as soon as I fall off the gym, mm. I find, I always find I have about a week where I'm still eating well, but yeah. then I start to fall off of that. So I find the two for me go yeah, massively hand in hand. Because yeah. obviously people must look at your kind of life and not realise that Instagram isn't a real world. Yeah. I mean, just to touch on that, it is a filtered world and it is to create, I mean, how would you describe it? What What is it there to do, Instagram? It's to... I mean, it all. I think it depends on the channel as well mm. because some people go for a much more dreamy look or more whimsical. Some people, yes. some people Photoshop their images so it looks fantasy even. I mean, I follow a few accounts. Some I of them, love them. I, I mean, some of the skies. I'm seeing people yeah. with like beautiful, bright pink skies with gold yeah. stars or something. Absolutely. <laughs> and I mean, some, and it's meant to look more fairy tale. Mm. But then you've also got the girls that do fashion in the most raw form and the really cool, just simple iPhone shots with yeah. a bit of contrast on them and they look yeah, super yeah. cool. So it all completely depends. I mean, I have a thing with my Instagram. I... I, I don't change the shape of my body in any way. Which is really good to hear because yeah. there's a lot of that, I think, out yeah. there. Unrealistic body images. Absolutely. And I would I would never want any of my audience to feel like, oh, well, Victoria is really, really tiny. Yeah. She's not eating enough or this isn't a good image to show her audience. So when they meet you yeah. in real life, surely... What exactly. astonishes me is if people are airbrushing their images and then they see you... Yeah. I mean, different who person. Would want that? Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. So I I don't change any of the size of myself whatsoever. I mean, I I'm happy with the size of myself. I I've, yeah. I've been, to be honest, I've been this size since I was about 17. I've You're just a not different, it's a natural frame and I think what people have to realize is that we all come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. And aspiring to look like one specific person, we should be more focusing on ourselves and yeah. our inner happiness. Definitely. Absolutely. Do you find social media can be quite a dark place I mean for you comparing even at the level you're yes, at? Abs- absolutely. I I, even even though I'm quite happy with my own body, there are things I'd like to change mm. and things I'd love to shape up a bit and tone yeah. up. Um, but honestly, there are times when I look at other other women or models and their legs especially. Yeah. I have an issue a lot with my own legs okay. and I always feel like I'd love to shape them up a bit and tone yeah, them up. Yeah, I need yeah. to do more squats, that kind of thing. 
So quite often I'll look at other models' legs and sometimes I'll compare. And, I, and in the end, sometimes, if I'm in a good mind frame, I'll mm. be like, do you know what? I'm not built like they are. Yeah. They've not got my genetics. Yeah. If I want to get a bit more toned up, I can. It's and all on me to do it. have head on. And it's very interesting because I think yeah. every single one of us, and I had um, Lisa Snowden in the studio ah. um, the other week and she was talking about her modelling experiences and how it is extremely difficult when you are surrounded by people that yeah. may be taller than you, different hair colour to you, maybe more tan, more toned, what, you know, whatever yeah, you hear. Absolutely. But it doesn't make you any less of a perfect, perfectly imperfect human. Yeah. That's the phrase, isn't it? Perfectly imperfect human. Yeah. I think that's what we should all be embracing. But for you to be honest and talk about that mm. is so important. Yeah, no, definitely. I would really hate to feel as though someone was looking at my images. Say if I Photoshop my legs to be smaller, mm. I would hate for someone to look at my legs and think, oh, I hate my, I hate my body. I want to look yeah. like she does. Yeah. When actually, if that's in an unrealistic image mm. that's not achievable and no. that person is after something that's completely unachievable that's not fair because no. I don't want that for myself I yeah. don't look at people's bodies and think oh I could get that yeah. when actually there's no way I could get that no I mean do you find it in a way of protecting yourself do you have to I mean what I do is mute a lot of accounts right so I mute them more obviously unfollow but sometimes yeah. you can't really quite do that <laughs> however <laughs> I find that if I don't see something, sometimes I feel a bit more protected from it. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I am one of those people that is like, if you're not happy looking yeah. at a certain account, even if that person is a friend, yeah. you know, it's just about your own mental health. Yes. Just unfollow yes. or mute. Totally. In fact, I mentioned this in my in my book, actually. I've got a bit, a bit of a thing about I'm it. I'm so excited to talk about your book. Oh, thank so you. So excited. So you, yeah. do you discuss this in there? Uh, yeah, I do. I talk about tips for kind of Instagram happiness and ways that you can enjoy Instagram without feeling bad about yourself. Yeah. Because I feel like that's kind of the way it's going recently and it well, worries it is, me. isn't it? It's so needed and it's almost quite scary because we never used to, back in the day, I mean, even when I was at uni, there was no Instagram. Yeah. So Same. how on earth? do we live in a society where we can see anyone now we can see anyone anywhere in the world and what yeah. they're doing it's not normal it's crazy yeah it really is whereas now that is the norm mm-hmm. and we all have to adapt to it so we might as well have someone like you helping us saying well this is going to help you adapt to this crazy new place we're in right yeah. now well yeah exactly because to youngsters growing up they don't know any different no and it really is such a different world now. I can't mm. get my head around it and where yeah. it's going to go, especially. I mean, in terms of the fashion world, because obviously I find it with nutrition, I worry a lot about um, perfect images of food and aspirations to eat what somebody else has eaten, you know, anecdotal right. kind of stuff. Right. Do you find in the fashion industry there's a similar kind of thing with um, the way content is curated? Or I don't really know how to... Um, in terms of fashion... I mean, I've seen a lot of these images recently of people in stores buying cereal. Have you noticed yeah. that? The yeah. cereal yeah. trend, yeah. people yeah, buying American cereal. What is that? I'm not sure. <laughs> I think that uh, it's kind of like the pizza trend. I feel like it's a big pizza yes. trend as well right yes. now. And to be honest, I've done a couple of pizza pictures. Yeah. But well, I we all have pizza every now well, and again. Well, that's it. I ate the pizza. The pizza <laughs> yeah. that was in front of me. I ate the whole thing twice, yeah. three times in yeah. Milan. I had like three pizzas. But you must see people that do that and don't And obviously. don't eat. Yeah, I mean, I've been at restaurants and seen people people do that order things take a picture and get up and leave oh goodness leaving a whole plate of food it's I mean, quite it's, upsetting it's awful it's yeah. awful it's the same with breakfast foods i mean you must have seen those beautiful tables of food oh, yeah, and breakfast yeah. things yeah and i i do it too i order a big like lots of different things for breakfast take a picture but I absolutely eat it, that's for sure. Like, me yeah. and Alex just devour the whole thing. Yeah. Nothing is left. I mean, do you and Alex get time as well? I mean, does he cook for you occasionally as well? No, he does. <laughs> he cooks more than me. 
because mm. of how busy I seem to have gotten these days, yeah. I actually loathe hate. Um, I loathe cooking. Yeah. Because I, in my mind, that's taking time out of me working. It's oh, it's babe. a bit yeah. of a battle now. It's not therapeutic anymore for you. No, it's become an it extra used to time be. consuming thing. Yeah. I unless I'm bake. Unless I bake. Oh, I like okay. to bake. All right. Still. Yeah. But again, only if I have actual free time and yeah. if I've not got any like big projects in my mind. Yeah. Or the food's not going to go off because you're going away in two days' time or a week. So precisely. How do you keep the fridge stocked and well, all these different things? Well, I mean, if I'm baking, it usually gets eaten the entire yeah. that night, to be <laughs> honest. But no, Alex does cook for me and he's actually yeah. an amazing cook. He's really experimental with his flavours. He never really follows guidelines. He just mm. kind of throws in things he thinks will work and yeah. he's really brilliant. It's amazing to hear. And I think obviously because he's the photographer, you know, you've got such a good kind of dream team yeah. going on there. Thank you. Do you find now you're a businesswoman, it's official, and it can be a little bit daunting to hear that kind of word, oh, I have a business. Yeah. But you handle it so well. You've got the book coming out. Can you just delve into a little bit about how the book came about? Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I know there are a lot of kind of YouTubers and bloggers out there who have written books that have all been fantastic, so many bestsellers, that sort of thing. And to be honest, I never really could think of a topic that I really wanted to cover for a book. So for a couple of years, I said, no, I really Which wasn't Which is amazing because in my head, I'm thinking, but there's so much you could do. <laughs> well, yeah, I just really wanted to get myself into something that I loved and I was really passionate about. And then I got, I got chatting with my team and we came up with this idea and I was like, you know what, that's perfect for me because it's kind of a continuation of what I did for my PhD, very yeah. much um, digital fashion, a bit of mobile, a bit of where are things moving. Brilliant. And straight away I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. I want to research it. I really want to talk about this. Mm. And from there I wrote a proposal, like an intro, a couple of sections yeah. of how I imagined it would yeah. all run. Sent them off to publishers. Luckily, a couple of publishers came back. I chose Harper Collins because they yes. really got what, yes. what I was going for and yeah. they loved it. And then 
to be honest, I only had three months to write it. Oh my goodness. So it, it is the quick. Mo- it, it's stressful writing a book, isn't yeah. it? When you get the edits back and I remember that moment thinking, oh my goodness, every word I say in this book right now is there forever and forever and always. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> what can I do? And yeah. I remember reading it and almost I was so sick of reading reading mine at the end of it <laughs> that I think I, I skimmed a bit too much. You know when you just think I should have spent every single word should have oh, been scrutinised. Yeah. Did you feel that pressure at that time? Yeah, I mean... To be honest, I really, really enjoyed it. Like, Great. I actually, I really want to write a second one. Yes, I'm, yes. Because to me, it felt like writing 40 blog posts, because it's kind of yeah. 40 sections in the book. Yeah. It felt like I was writing blog posts, and I still love writing my blog. Aww. So, so I enjoyed it, but there, there were the pressures of the deadlines. Oh, of course. And making sure everything was on time, because I, I very much wanted to make sure we had enough time for the editor to go through and check yes. all the grammar and punctuation yep. and everything, give it back to me. Totally. I would go through it again and double check mm. it. And I mean, it got checked a few times, and still, like, on the last time, I found spelling mistakes oh, yes, that I'd forgot I'd missed. Yeah, well, me too. I remember. It was yeah. like, well, you thinking, how can people keep missing these things? How? But I guess it's because human error, isn't it? We're well, just exactly. not perfect. Exactly. And still now, sometimes there was, I think, in the first... Um, edition before they reprinted them there was a spelling mistake in my book that you know people were pointing out to me I'm like I'm yeah. really sorry but I know. we obviously all missed it yeah yeah because I remember when I, I was I was reading out the audio did you do an audio book as yeah, well yeah. it's such a long process isn't that it? takes a long long time that's yeah. stuff that we worked on yeah and I think before because obviously there's so many questions from so many people um oh. to bring to you but before <laughs> I ask that how do you switch off what's your what's your thing um Recently, I've been having baths, and yeah. that's really helped. That's kind of colder, isn't it? It's nice. Yeah, just having a really chilled out bath, and I find after that, my mind is a bit like, Do you know what? I don't want to work. I don't want to open my laptop. Whereas mm. usually, I would work until half eleven on my laptop. Yes. Whereas now, if I have a bath, I feel really relaxed and I sleep better. Yeah. So I'd say that. Otherwise, it's me and Alex going out for dinner yeah. and chilling. But to be honest, a lot of the time because we work together, we start talking about work. Oh, I so, know. I find that really difficult sometimes because yeah. there's so much going on in your life at that point yeah. how do you not talk about it exactly there's I a know. fine line isn't there I know and sometimes we do have to say to each other like okay that's enough work chat now mm. let's talk about you know family and, and the wedding the wedding especially has been good yes. because we can talk yes. a lot about that that's now good. And, and what we want to do for it yeah. but otherwise yeah I think just me time with, with a bath maybe having like a book at night Perfect. or a magazine to flick through oh. that's my, my best way well <laughs> wonderful well I think we've got some kind of really diverse questions here Ooh. that came in so Nina has asked, as a mother of a teenage girl who idolises you, that's really sweet, um, I wonder how much importance you place in being a teacher before a blogger? Um, yeah, well, I mean, I would never want to want to tell any of my audience something that was incorrect. No. Um, so if, say if I've been to a show and I'm talking about the designers or something like that, I would want to make sure it's correct because yeah. you never know who's watching and no. who can critique you. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and you don't want to end up on these forums yeah. where someone says, oh, Victoria has no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, my Instagram and my blog especially, I... I love kind of giving my own advice mm. and tips and and ideas for styling and all that well, sort yeah. of thing. I mean, that's the next question. Alex has said, I'm meeting my boyfriend's parents next week. What should I wear? Oh, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, I would I probably I mean, you've never say, seen Alex before, well, but no. what would you do? <laughs> if she likes dresses, mm-hmm. I would say a gorgeous little tea dress. Good idea. Something that's not too over the top, maybe a little bit floral and pretty, kind of midi length. She could wear some calf length boots with them. Um, That's a nice idea now as well. Yeah, it looks quite mature but beautiful and shows that she loves fashion and she's quite fun. 
Excellent. I love excellent answer. Yeah. Um, Maria has then asked, how did you get so many followers? I'm sure you're oh. asked that all the time as well. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. I think consistency yes. is a big one. Yeah. Um, consistently posting on the blog and on my Instagram for the past six years. Uh, six <laughs> years. Goodness me. It goes so fast, though. Yeah. And I think as well, it's a lot of engaging with my audience. Like, I... I really do try and chat with as many people as yeah. possible. I get back to pretty much every single DM that I get. And that's incredible to hear because yeah. it can be, I, I know DMs can be exhausting yeah. right, if you don't have time, but it's just so nice to be able to help people. Absolutely. And some, and just the amazing comments and feedback I get from my followers, it yeah. really does lift me up and it yeah. keeps me kind of motivated and wanting to do more. So actually, I love going through my DMs. Aww. If I'm having a bad day and I yeah. read through and someone's oh, telling me, pick you up. it really does. It kind of re-inspires me. Me, so yeah, oh, yeah. that's lovely. <laughs> so Lucy has said, "What's the biggest lesson you've learned as a girl boss?" Oh, that's so I know these sweet. are such nice questions coming through for you. I'm telling you. <laughs> Do you know, I would say, having been at Fashion Month this past mm. month, I would say that being a friendly warm and genuine person will get you so much further in life yes it really will the amount of like cold people that I can come across sometimes and they don't really get my persona and the way I am because I'm quite I'm very warm very friendly and chatty yes yeah some people don't like that sometimes um (laughs) and I really feel that if you're just a genuinely nice person you will get so much further in life I feel more kill them with kindness absolutely um, the old saying there isn't it yes Uh, so we have one more and this is from Gabrielle and she has said, how do you get your favourite brand's attention? Oh, oh, I would I say, <laughs> I think on Instagram, it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier now with Instagram. Yeah. So, for example, say if you want to work with Nars and you love Nars, yeah. I would say maybe invest in a couple of products. I mean, don't go crazy because I know they're expensive, but maybe a couple of your favourite products that you'd really like. Maybe do a tutorial or, mm. or maybe... Now I'm getting excited. Love it. Here Find we go. their latest release. So, for example, for Nars, it's their Climax Mascara. Okay. You'd, you'd, you could buy that. You could do a, like a look with it, tag them in it, you know, tag them in the caption. Chances are that they'll see it mm. and they might be regram you or at least definitely. the PR will, will see you and then you'll be on their radar. That's such a good idea. So yeah. definitely get genuinely involved with the Just thing engage. that you love and the brand you yeah. love. The more engagement, the better. Yeah. Well, thank you for answering those questions. Of course, I love it. We're now moving on to one of my favourite parts. Okay. This is <laughs> the quick fire round. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Victoria, here we go. What <laughs> is always in your fridge? At the moment, a lot of champagne. But otherwise, <laughs> oat milk and soya milk. Such a contrast. <laughs> I know. Champagne or oat milk or soya milk. I love it. Um, you can only have one kitchen gadget. What would it be? Ooh, toaster. I love it. <laughs> Signature homemade dish. Oh, I make this amazing pasta with spinach and feta cheese when I'm on my mm, cheese. Yum. And it's just delicious with like pine nuts. Mm. Oh, I love pine nuts. Yeah. Yum. Right. <laughs> favourite restaurant. It can be anywhere in the world. I would say my favourite restaurant is Australasia in Manchester. Ooh. I just I love that it That was there. really quick for you to... Everyone else on that question has been like, oh, there's so many. Yeah. That's obviously a good one. I'm going to go check it's that out. It's beautiful. I Australasia, love it there. Australasia. Australasia in Manchester. Sounds uh-huh. good. Uh, one food you can't live without. Oh, gosh, it would probably have to be chocolate, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Vegan chocolate especially is my favourite. Yeah, delicious. Got you some on bar in the bag. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> strangest food you've ever eaten? Oh, right. I used to eat, Alex always teases me, I when I needed a sugar kick, I would eat golden syrup on crackers. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
It was yeah. it was really bad for me, but I was obsessed <laughs> with gum syrup on crackers. Nice. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh, funny. Um, so in that case, what's your go-to healthy dish in a rush? Oh, healthy dish in a rush. It would have to be... Something salady based. Like I love tuna nissoir. Just oh, tuna, cucumbers, yeah, egg, mm. like gorgeous rocket and yeah. spinach leaves. That's probably my favourite thing. Lovely choice. Who is your biggest cooking inspiration? Ooh, okay. Um, oh, there's a few really. Um, I mean, I love Jane Oliver. Yes, Nigella. Yeah, is amazing. She's trumping at the moment. Nigella, she's yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's. Fair. In fact, she was recording her audiobook back when I was doing mine recently. That's so yeah, cool. that was cool. So I'd probably say that too and I mean you can't beat Delia Smith can you? No you can't you really can't I totally agree. I grew up with a good Delia recipe like weekly. Yeah. Um, what is your favourite childhood treat? Um, <laughs> it was eating the cake batter out of the bowl when mum made Victoria oh, sandwich. that's just the best isn't it? Yeah. You Absolutely. cannot go wrong with licking the bowl. Cake batter yep. is just delicious. Yeah I totally agree. <laughs> okay this one's the last one what is the last thing you tried for the first time? Oh, um, it was it was probably something a bit weird like frog's legs or snails because Alex loves to eat random stuff. So he tries everything And new. he makes me then try it. Yeah. And I usually refuse, but I, I'm pretty sure last time it was like, try a bit of this. And I was like, right, okay. I think, so I think it was that. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> okay, well done. Excellent thank answers you. there oh, for thank that. Thank you. I love that. <laughs> now, with every podcast guest, we finish on what we call our food for thought. Okay. So mine today, to give you an example, is going to be that as you are here with us, I think it's timely that we share the biggest recent study of how long we all spend looking at our phones. And mm-hmm. on average now, apparently it's six hours every single day. Wow. Now, I don't want to say that everyone has an unhealthy relationship with their phone, but the evidence is definitely stacking up that social media, as we've discussed, can have a negative effect on self-esteem. So my food for thought today is that keeping your bedroom a phone-free zone is a really good thing. I mean, Ah. the screens emit blue light. That can actually put a break on melatonin production in your brain. There's a lot of research coming out now with our sleep cycles, and it basically fools your brain into thinking that it's still daytime when it when it's not. Yeah. So all that time scrolling means you're probably missing out on the recommended eight hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. But with a magical eight hours sleep, you will have a lot more energy throughout the day. And research suggests it means you can have the best possible chance of maintaining a healthy, balanced diet. Oh. So if you could leave our listeners with one thing, your food for thought today it can be anything. It can be a tip or something you want them to think about. Oh, I know, I'm putting you on the spot Oh, gosh. I would say, probably just to continue for what we've been saying, is just really try not to focus too much and take it too seriously when you're looking at social media. There are a lot of girls on there, I mean, especially girls, I mean, there's guys as well, but... There's a lot of ladies on there who are also comparing their body types. They're also trying to create a perfect image. And in a lot of the cases, they're also, they also have low self-esteem. Yeah. And they're also comparing and they're also unsure. So yeah. just realise that not no one has it all figured out. Yeah. Everyone is kind of striving for their own kind of body healthiness and who they want to be. Don't ever feel like you have to compare yourself or be a certain person you know, just kind of love yourself more, show yourself more self-love, um, take more time for you and to appreciate the things that make you so wonderful. Um, yeah, and just, just, just really focus on being the person you are and making yourself more healthy mentally and physically. And then, yeah, and I think that's, that's all there is. 
Well, I think that's an absolutely lovely food for thought oh, to have, Victoria. Thank you. Thank I mean, you. it's very important that we talk out about these things and then we all realise we're all in the same boat at absolutely. the end of the day. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for coming on and thank sharing you. that with us. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you'll absolutely love my next guest. So click subscribe to be the first to hear it. And remember, a bit of extra guidance and advice may be all it takes to help you become the healthiest and happiest version of you. In my part handbook and part recipe book, Renourish, A Simple Way to Eat Well, you can follow the structure of a session with me in clinic, gaining the confidence you need to create delicious, nourishing meals at home with my Renourish menu. Check it out on Amazon or all major bookshops. For more information about me, my clinic, recipes, events, health retreats, and so much more, please visit retrition.com and follow me at Retrition on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Here I am with a friendly reminder, fruit and vegetables are part of a healthy, balanced diet, and they really do help us stay healthy. It's so important that we eat enough of them. However, the NHS says 75% of us in the UK still don't eat the recommended five a day. For a few, that's an easy feat, whereas for others, I know hitting the goal can be a little trickier. What's interesting for me is that some vegetables stand out from the rest. I love spinach and kale. Both are great sources of vitamins and minerals and are Hex key ingredients in their super green bangers that go perfectly with my favourite scrambled eggs on toast. Try something different for breakfast and check out heckfood.co.uk or the major supermarkets to give them a go. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 